Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, a show that asks the question if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And today on this show, we're going to be talking about one of the most iconic video games ever. Ever And yes, while I realize for the most part, this is a banking and marketing podcast, there are plenty of applications here. When we talk to Don Transit, he is the proprietor of the Brand Hotel up in Nashville, Tennessee. I've got their website right there in the episode description. I love this. The Brand Hotel, an award-winning five-star advertising, business planning, and marketing strategy company staffed entirely by all-stars. That's Awesome. And so when I was talking to Don, we were going to talk about branding and marketing. And yet the more I talked to him, I found out that he had a hand in the design and the development of the original Madden football game. And some of the things he said I thought were so interesting that I wanted to have him on the show to talk about the game. Because, I mean, who hasn't heard of Madden football? When Coach Madden passed away, uh, was it earlier this year or last year when, when Coach Madden passed away, there were a lot of people, a lot of young people, especially who I'm convinced didn't know he used to be a coach, a Super Bowl winning coach and a player for that matter, because you, you just iconic. You just say Madden and you know what you're talking about. You're talking about the football game. And of course, I've been playing video games since you had to put a quarter in them. Let the millennials Google that. And I've always been uh, just enjoyed video games. I've always said a lot of times video games are better than whatever is on television. And although when I first started playing console football games on the old PlayStation 1, I played a different game. It was NFL Game Day, but eventually um, I started playing the Madden game and like a lot of people really enjoyed it. And so you're going to hear Don talk about how it got started and about the authenticity that Coach Madden desired before he would put his name on the game. Uh, A lot of things that I didn't know that I found very, very interesting and I think you will too. And so we're calling the episode today winning the dorm room because there's a part in this conversation where he talks about that that that's what they were going after that dorm room of guys sitting around playing video games if they could win that crowd they were going to win the football console video game competition and they really did so we're going up to nashville tennessee to talk to don transit and we're going to do it all right after this For over 12 years, conference quality information without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Ah, yes. Nothing takes me back to those halcyon days in California when I was in the Army. Heard that song about a million times. West End Girls, Pet Shop Boys. And it was in the Army where I first saw the original Nintendo 
system, and it was revolutionary, again, from a person that grew up playing very static, very you know, horizontal and vertical style video games. Well, you can make the case that Madden is one of the most successful American video games of all time. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Don Transit, the proprietor of the Brand Hotel. Hey, Don. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me on for a chat. Hey, you're excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. One of the things I did not know is that the first Madden football game was released on PC, personal computer, not one of the console systems. You forget today that there was a time when if you wanted to play really good video games, you had to use a personal computer. So I asked Don about that. Initially, Electronic Arts was a um, PC gaming company. Trip Hawkins founded it uh, after he left uh, Apple, where he was mm. a product manager on the Lisa computer, Lisa, yeah. took his money from Apple, started Electronic Arts as a uh, PC company, because at that time, there really weren't uh, any video games to speak of. But the problem, yeah. the problem was that the, uh, the PCs were really underpowered. It was an mm-hmm. early time, <laughs> and they, did, they didn't have any horsepower, and so yeah. when... Um, Tripp met uh, Coach Madden on the train. He said, well, if, I wanna, if I'm going to be involved with a football game, it's got to be 11 on 11 because that's real football. And that had never been done on a PC before because there wasn't enough horsepower. The games right. were, I think, 7 on 7, or there was a popular game that was X's and O's that uh, you called the play, and just like, you know, the playbook with the X's and O's, they moved around, and you got a result. Right. You gained three yards on that play yeah. over left tackle. People, people today, people today, Don, can't really imagine that, you know, people in our generation, we lived in a world there really were no computers. I mean, you had to know somebody who knew somebody to get a computer in the 80s when all of this is happening. I think that's one of the first things that jumped out at me was that this all started back in the, in the 80s. And that it, first of all, and then it started on PC. That was a real shocker to me, but you're so right. I remember playing in the early 90s a console game called Tecmo Bowl. And as soon as we talked, sure. I Googled, you know, a screenshot of Tecmo Bowl. And sure enough, it was not 11 on 11. That demand, if you will, by Coach Madden. To have it 11 on 11, I think that's probably one of the most important decisions that was ever made in the history of, of gaming. It is. And when I think back about it, what Coach Madden was asking us to do really became the philosophical foundation for EA Sports. I mean, ultimately, when it was time to do the EA Sports brand, I had to write a document. I had to write a positioning statement. And... The positioning for the brand was quite simply real sports games for real sports fans. It was about um, authenticity, and that's primarily because that's what uh, Coach Madden had demanded because it took us like two years to get 11 on 11 on the screen. Our programmers were thrilled because they had kind of coaxed the most they could get out of that PC. Now that they had figured out the 11-on-11, Coach Madden wanted to take it even further and make it a game about matchups. And then he said, well, my game plans are based on matchups. 
and I look at every individual matchup in the game and where I can win those matchups, that's where I'm going to build my game plan. That's how I'm going to plan my strategy. So you geniuses that have got these guys moving around, now we have to be able to define the matchups. And that was like, right. oh, my God. <laughs> He's asking for the impossible. So in the but, early but days, in the early days, that's what it was, though. Yeah, he was asking for the impossible. If that technology did not exist, how did y'all ultimately get it done? Programming is is quantitative, and so our uh, programmers said we need a system to quantify the matchups, and that translated ultimately to the um, player rating system, which became the basis of all Madden um, matchups, and and it, it became a part of culture, and the players uh, throughout the ensuing years would be so upset with their player ratings, you know, if their speed wasn't 94, or if their uh, catching ability was low, or if their stamina was, I mean, coach, uh, coach would always say, you guys are killing me because every time I meet a player, all he wants to do is complain about his Madden player rating. Uh, but that all came about because he demanded that we have matchups that could be quantified so you could game plan around those. That to me was one of the coolest things, that NFL players were playing this video game and, of course, it became a big deal. They used to even have a Madden Super Bowl before the real Super Bowl. But something you said I found so fascinating, as the, as the product matured, as the game matured, as it became the only real football console game that anybody was playing, you said something about you knew if you could win the dorm room, you had it. Tell me about that, and when did you know that you had won the dorm room? Well, it was kind of an evolutionary process uh, that we went through. Um, the first improvements and kind of philosophy were just make that technology work better. So that was like integrate the player rating system and so forth. And, and, and then we had to optimize whatever platform we were on. They all go in cycles. So the first year, you just try and get a game out. The second year, you try and optimize everything that you couldn't get in the first year because you were learning it. So the games get better from the technology standpoint. But then the second thing that happens is there's changes in the game. You know, there's uh, new players come into the league. There's rule changes. And then there's uh, strategy changes. The, the third thing that we figured out that was probably the most significant of all was the deep desire among young men, and actually, in all honesty, men of all ages, to compete and yes. win and lose. And we did a commercial early on that says, a long time ago, somebody said, I'm better than you and I can prove it. And it was probably my <laughs> favorite commercial we ever did because the gauntlet oh, is strong. So cool. And, you know, as you age, your body gives out, but when you're with your buddies, you still want to win. You still want to have bragging rights. That never changes. So landing on competition was a huge uh, epiphany because everything we did was built around competition. And then, and then that kind of transitioned to us to, to realize that we were really 
a lifestyle. We're creating a lifestyle for young men. And then uh, the question was, how do we define that? And if, if we, we said ultimately it comes down to this, if we can control the fraternity couch or the, or the dorm room in that environment, we win because that right. means we have been successful against all our competitors who are not other games, but our competitors include all games, <laughs> going, out, going out on a date, oh. going to a concert, uh, having to go to the library and study, uh, taking a road trip, um, going to a live sporting event. And th these were all um, competing for, for our time. But if at the end of the night you came back, you came home, and there was a game on, that was the sure thing. That, yep. that was uh, the constant. And, again, the competition thing would kick in. So who did the chores was decided over Madden. Uh, you know, who, who paid for gas? Who bought the pizza? <laughs> who bought the extra right. six-pack? It was all... <laughs> you know, done through either Madden or depending on you were NHL or depending on how old you are, FIFA. But that 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 core desire to compete and win and there wasn't a lot of deep conversation going on. It was trash talk and try to win. <laughs> Let me ask you, Dodd, you're right about the college environment. Are you are you proud of the fact that this game was played at the most remote forward operating base in, you know, Afghanistan or on the front lines in Iraq. It had a tremendous following within the military community, I can assure you as well. You know, the, I am honored by the fact that this, this game that uh, we created and, and these different sports games um, could serve a function with the, with the armed forces who are stuck in remote areas. They're cut off from the life that they had. They're looking for a little piece of home, however, and if, if we could provide that through the, some of those EA sports games, that, that is a, a more honorable accomplishment than just about anything I could think of. It's, that's awesome to hear that. One, um, the, like I said, the, the Madden game has these beginnings on PC, and it grows into all the consoles, and it kind of comes down to, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox. During the time when it was just really the, the king of video games, people looked forward to it. There were lines around the corner when the new Madden came out at GameStop. It was just a big, big deal. Who's going to be on the cover? Literally stuff that people were talking about, and this is just before social media really takes off. I had, when I traveled, I worked as a professional speaker, I had what was called the PlayStation Portable. At the time, it was a revolutionary, handheld, multi-dimensional video game console that you could take with you on the plane. It revolutionized my travel. And I was up giving a keynote one time, and there's a thousand people out there, and I'm doing my, my keynote, and the whole time I'm thinking, Man, when I get finished, I've got to go upstairs and play the Colts in the AMC championship game. It really became part of the lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, we, we tried to get it on every single platform. And the beauty of electronic arts is uh, we were platform agnostic. So 
Sony had to make uh, games just for the PlayStation, and Xbox has to make games just for the Xbox. Uh, that's an independent software company. Electronic Arts just let let the playing field dictate the platforms. So if the numbers were there, we we made it. Now, we couldn't make all the games equally because that little handheld didn't have the horsepower that the right. most current um, console system. I was did. happy with it, though. But you could, <laughs> I was happy with it. But it still served the function of, you know, getting you uh, able to compete. I think it is absolutely true that the Madden football game and the franchise and the legacy, it changed all gaming. It, it, it brought a demand that things had to be realistic, that things had to be authentic, and I think every sporting game and every genre benefited from the Madden football game. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, we worked um, ridiculously hard on really compressed schedules uh, to put out a new game every, every year. And... Um, as, as big as Madden football is in the States, uh, the FIFA game is that on a global basis and far outsells what Madden does, which is hard for us Never to knew that either. here because Never knew that either. American football is, is everything here. It's not just an American phenomenon. It's a global phenomenon, which takes me back to that belief that it's, a, it's an inherent need on guys to compete. It does, it's not just a U.S. thing. It's a global phenomenon for men. Absolutely true. There are no participation trophies in Madden. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And I can remember taking some of those losses very, very hard as though I was out something tangible. His name is Don Transit. Don, this has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. Uh, my pleasure, Jason. Anytime. Anytime you want to play, awesome. we're talking. Yeah. 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 Of course, when I played Madden, I was the Steelers, my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. And I asked Don, what was your team? He's a Bay Area guy, and he always played the 49ers. Well, the applications to, to banking or any business, really, you, you can find them for yourself as you listen to that that interview. You know, obviously, the element about competition and are you delivering that authentic product that your audience wants, your customers, members, and clients? Are they asking for the impossible sometimes? Sometimes we do that. We want things to be so fast and so perfect. And, of course, your banking brand is on the hook, and the only time people really respond to things on social media anymore is when there's a problem. But I found that whole thing fascinating, that that evolution from a PC game that you wouldn't even want to try to play today to how far those games have come. I was looking at some screenshots of the most recent Madden, and if you were just walking by the screen, you might think it was a real game. As I mentioned, I'm a lifelong gamer. I've enjoyed video games all of my life, and it was really fun to talk to somebody who was right there at the beginning of the Madden football practice. A franchise, arguably, again, the most successful video game in American sports gaming history for sure. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of the month here in May. Where did the year go? My name is Jason Dias. 
Thank you for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand, Electronic Arts, were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more, be authentic, keep improving, win the dorm room? And whether you're a video game or a banking brand, you'll be in business forever. Until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Oh, 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 oh